at some point during scenario X, you're going to have to get out, scout around, look for food, look for supplies, pull security along the perimeter of your community. It's just what's going to have to happen. And today is one of those days. You're out roaming the local forest with three of your very best friends, wandering around, taking in the sights, scanning the horizon, and it feels pretty much just like any other day. Right up until the moment that it's not just like any other day. The shots are distant at first, and you bomb burst out into the tree line and return fire. You decide to break contact, and you start laying down suppression as your teammates fall back one at a time in pairs, backwards and backwards and backwards. But the rate of fire is picking up. Your heart is pounding. You don't know who it is or what they want. But honestly, at this point, it probably doesn't matter. All you can think is, today is not a good day. You take aim, fire, do it again, get up, move, get down, take aim, fire, communicate. You don't know how long this goes on, but you get out of there. You and your teammates get out without any injuries, and that makes this a good day. So why do I want to talk about this story? Well, there's a lot that goes on here, and one of the most important things is your marksmanship. Now, this is the absolute worst case scenario in Scenario X. Nobody wants to deal with this, and it's probably unlikely. But in the moment that it does, you will be glad that you have good marksmanship skills. So welcome to the Everyday Marksman. I'm your host, Matt Robertson. This is the podcast where we talk about tactical skills for living a more adventurous life. Our website's everydaymarksman.co. There you're going to find today's show notes as well as all of our articles, our podcast episodes, and our YouTube channel. And as always, a shout out to our awesome community of marksmen who helped put this little idea together, bouncing a lot of ideas around with what these standards might look like. So with that, we are going to talk about the minimum capable rifle standards for an everyday marksman like you and like me. These are not meant to be super high-end, super tactical, you know, like super drills that you're going to see at some high-end schools packed with, you know, people with government pockets paying the bills. No, this is what can you reasonably expect to do to be good enough. But before I get into that topic, I do want to tell you about Ammo Squared. Now, ammo squares like robo investing for your ammo supply. Think of it this way. Ammo is expensive and a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to find the best deal. And that takes a lot of commitment. If you're like me and you don't have that kind of time, well, ammo square can help you out. All you have to do is sign up for $25, $50, however much money you want to give them per month. And you define how much 223, 308, 9mm, 22. They have all kinds of calibers, but they take that money. They divide it up per round and find the best deals and stockpile it for you. And then when you're ready, they send it to you. I got my recent box full of 223, 22, and 9mm, and now I'm building it from 30 out 6 for my M1. So it's been a really great service. I'm really happy with it. Go ahead and check out everydaymarksman.co forward slash ammo for more information about that. All right, now with that said, let's get on to the real meat of today's episode, talking about the Minimum Rifle Standards Challenge. This has been a long time coming because we've been talking about the the minimum capable skills of a citizen and what do we reasonably think everybody should strive to achieve. Last week 
or we talked about medical and first aid. We've recently talked, posted an article about, you know, pistol skills. And now it's onto rifle. And I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what we were going to say here because there's a lot of ways that rifles are used, you know, in the real world, everything from hunting to personal defense or competition. And, you know, how do you pick one standard that seems to work good enough for everything? So this is my attempt at doing that. And I relied on a lot of people who I've interviewed in the past. So what I'm going to do today is tell you about the challenge first, and then we're going to get into how I arrived at those standards, who I talked to and kind of how it translated into what we're doing. All right. Sound good? Let's do it. Now, this test is in two stages. The first stage is about speed of speed of target acquisition and getting that shot off. And the second stage is about pure marksmanship fundamentals. To do this, you're going to need the standard U.S. Army zeroing target, the new one. Right in the Rain has some really good examples of this. You can buy them in packs of 25 or 100. I have a link to this in the show notes to this episode, so check it out. I chose this target for two reasons. The first one is that I've referenced this target before. So if you've ever gone through my page and, and seen my articles about zeroing uh, your iron sights or your scope, this is a target I use uh, because I like it a lot. So maybe you have some of those laying around. The second reason I suggested this one is it has a very easy to measure minute of angle grid all over it, quarter inch squares set for 25 meters. Now, when in this target, there's really three things that we need or four things. One is the four inch black, the target, the center of the target, four inches wide, it's a black circle. Within that four inch black circle, we have three important rings. There is a 12 MOA ring, an eight MOA ring, and a one inch dotted ring. That's four MOA. To do this test, you're going to need two of these targets, both at 25 meters, 25 yards is fine. Now let's talk about the snapshot. Stage one. I borrowed this from Jeff Cooper. It represents the surprise shot where a target suddenly presents itself and you need to take a shot. Think about our opening situation where you suddenly spot a hostile target or you spot an animal that you want to hunt and you need to bring that rifle up and get that shot off right now. That's the snapshot. Now, Jeff Cooper's test was actually two parts. I'm only going to do the first part of this one, which is you need to hit that four-inch circle at 25 yards in less than 1.5 seconds. So it's a four-inch circle at 25 yards in less than 1.5 seconds. That's Jeff Cooper's standard. I'm borrowing that standard with our target here with a four-inch block at 25 meters, but same timing standard. Now, this is going to take five shots, and you're going to need a shot timer for this. So put that target up at 25 meters and stand at the low ready. When the shot timer beeps, you have 1.5 seconds to aim and put that shot in the black of the target. Then reset yourself. Do this until you have five shots. Now, to pass this stage of the test, you must have all five shots in the black of the target and every shot must be less than 1.5 seconds. So obviously, yes, you're going to need a shot timer for this or a friend who can set up a stopwatch for 1.5 seconds if they even let you do that, All right? Now, any hit counts if it breaks the outer edge of the black zone. Cool. Got stage one. Let's talk about stage two, the marksmanship fundamentals. For this portion, you're going to need 10 shots, and the target is, again, at 25 meters, and 10 shots are done from three different positions and you have 60 seconds to do it. All right, so here we go. At 25 meters, 
you will start in the low ready from standing. When the timer begins, fire three shots from a standing position. After that third shot, transition to the kneeling, squatting, or sitting position and fire three more shots. After that, go down to the prone position and fire your last four shots. So that's 10 shots, three, three, and four in 60 seconds. Now to score this stage, we have to assign a point value to the target. So there's the 12 MOA ring, that's three inches at 25 yards. That is worth one point each. The eight minute of angle ring, that's two inches, that's worth two points each. And then the one inch ring for four MOA at 25 yards, that is three points each. To pass this test, you must not miss anything and you must score a total of 21 points minimum. That equates to three hits in the three inch ring, three hits in the two inch ring, and four hits in the one inch ring. So I'm allowing some you know, variance here. Maybe you had a very accurate shot from, from the uh, from the kneeling and managed to score one in that one inch ring, but you threw one from the prone, that'll make it, that'll make up for it. All right. So, but 21 points total. And I have a picture of this on the article for this, for this one again, everydaymarksman.co. Now here are some additional rules to do this one. You may use a sling if you want to. All right. Slings are part of shooting these days. I'm not going to say you can't use a sling. All right. If you're in the prone, then you can use a magazine as a monopod. So again, that is permitted. That is real life shooting. That's how it's going to happen. You can use whatever sight system you want. So again, no changes here, regardless of iron sights, red dots, magnified optics, whatever. So the bottom line between the three of these, as Jeff Gerwich once told me, is that real life is open to vision. So take advantage of whatever tools you have available to you. All right. Now, this is not rusting off a pack, but with that one minute time limit, I don't expect you're going to be able to. So no better than the sling and the magazine on the ground. Now, unfortunately, if your range does not let you do positional shooting, then you're not going to be able to do this test. Sorry. You know, all firing has to be done from proper shooting positions. So no benches, no chairs or nothing like that. All right, cool. Let's talk about how I got to these standards, because as you can see, this test evaluates two important skills. Quick hits on a reasonable target, that's the snapshot, and then the marksmanship fundamentals. And I think both of these represent the minimum skill an everyday marksman should have for you know, one important reason. And that is, if you can do this, then you have gotten good enough that you can maintain it over time indefinitely. And should something bad happen where suddenly you need to pick up your skills, it's much easier to go to that next stage. I'm not, I'm not measuring reloads. I'm not measuring you know, manipulations. We're not doing sprinting and all kinds of fun target transitions. Not worried about it. We're worried about those raw basics because once the raw basics are perfected, you can build the other skills really quick. So I contacted a few former guests of mine, including Jeff Gerwich. He was a retired army special operations member and an instructor. And everybody had different standards, but Jeff's were uh, that you ought to be able to hit a man-sized target from a standing unsupported out to 100 yards and make A zone hits from the prone at 200 yards. Additionally, he also said that a shooter should also be able to maintain two shots per second during a course of fire under, under 25 yards. So if we assume that the average human torso is about 19 inches, that works out to about 19 minutes of angle from the standing position at 100 yards. 
And a standard IPSC A zone is six inches wide and 11 inches tall. So at 200 yards, that works out to about three minutes of angle wide and five minutes of angle tall. So uh, we're pretty good on that standard here from the prone. Uh, his his zone for 100 yard standing target is actually really generous. We're, we're trying to be tighter than that with a four inch circle. That's a Jeff Cooper standard. I also reached out to Mike Green of Green Ops, been on the podcast twice. Uh, he simply stated the military standard was good enough. <laughs> so it took some digging to, to find out what does that actually mean. And the best example I could find is the new Marine Corps threat target. Now it has a 10 inch vital zone and is used up to 500 meters. Now 10 inches at 500 yards is about two MOA of shooting. Now there's also another outer 19 inch circle, which is the air quoting effective fire zone. Now this is about four minutes of angle out to 500 meters. Again, there's that four, four minute of angle target. So we've seen that one pop up twice now. If you average Jeff's three minutes and five and a half, yeah, we're pretty close to four at that point. I also talked to Amy556, who I haven't had on the podcast, but she's been on the YouTube channel. She's a law enforcement officer and competitive shooter and does a lot of training. And her standards were a single shot on an eight-inch circle at seven yards in under one second. And two hits on an eight-inch circle at 100 yards from any position under eight seconds. So her standards require about eight minutes of angle at 100 yards. I'm not worried about her close standards. That was uh, eight inches at seven yards. It's pretty damn doable at, at, in, in one second. Now, as you can see, these standards are pretty varied and involve a lot of distances, target sizes, timing standards. You know, I brought up Jeff Cooper, but I'm also going to reference Appleseed here. Now, altogether, I think it seems pretty fair to pick an average of 16 minutes of angle for the snapshot, 12 minutes of angle for the standing position, eight minutes of angle for anything that's intermediate, like kneeling, squatting, or sitting, and four minutes of angle for prone. And, you know, just, just to make this easy, I'm trying to keep the distance at 25 yards, 25 meters, because I know that's the longest distance a lot of people are going to be able to shoot at. So why, again, did I pick these? You know, there's no movement. There's no manipulation. This is the minimum. In the spirit of tactical minimalism, I'm trying to think the biggest bang for the buck comes to developing strong skills in the snapshot and the fundamentals. Get those right and everything else can follow. So basically, learn the marksmanship fundamentals now and the fun stuff later. That gives you time to then go work on your medical work on your pistol, work on your bushcraft skills, all the other things that are going to be useful to you in scenario X. And that's it. That's all I've got. Thanks for coming, hanging out. Make sure to come by the website, everydaymarksman.co. Again, you'll find the show notes today, as well as the pictures and links, everything you need to know about completing this challenge. Uh, but this is going to be a ongoing thing for the Everyday Marksman community. So come on by everydaymarksman.co. And while you're there, hit that big green subscribe button, join the mailing list, I've got some uh, some content coming out to the subscribers soon. Uh, a little bit of product reviews of things I'm not going to put up on the website. Uh, maybe something you're interested in hearing about. You know, a couple of pistol micro dots, magnifiers, things like that. So you know, keep an eye out. That is it. I will see you next time. Take care of yourself. This is Matt signing off.